0: dedicated to celebrating women who have made or are making their mark on our society. Today I have with me Taylor Mobley, a producer, philanthropist, and so much more. Thank you for joining us today, Taylor.
1: Hi, Heather. I'm so, so excited to be here. I love what you're doing, so I'm really honored that I'm here with you.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Are you enjoying your day so far?
1: You know, it's been a good day. Um, the weather is a little, it's a little hot. I'm yeah. in Texas, so I don't know how New York's looking. But <laughs> it is so hot here. Um, I went on a run this morning, which was nice. And I've just been trying to relax and take it easy. So yeah, it's been a good day.
0: Good. You went, I hope you went before it the temperature climbed, like Listen. morning, morning. <laughs>
1: so, okay, it was like ten o'clock, and I got up with all intentions to get outside before the sun came up. And mm-hmm. at ten o'clock, it was like up and up and at him. I really <laughs> overshot <laughs> my window, but uh, it was it was still a good run. Much cooler than the afternoon ones are usually. So.
0: Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, one time, uh, I think I was in like sixth grade. My flip flops melted to the ground Quit. in in uh, in Dallas, like melted. I
1: believe it to
0: the ground.
1: It is so very hot at oh. this point in time, but we're gonna make it through. I promise we'll make it through. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, why don't we jump right in and talk about your philanthropy first? So you have a project called Tailored for You. How did that come to be, and what is it all about?
1: yes so tailored for you is so so special to me it started four years ago actually Mm -hmm. and i'm a producer for a morning show and obviously our job is to produce content so Mm Um, Being behind the scenes is the main gig, but um, we were also encouraged to come up with content that can be used on air as well, Mm. and so I really, really love fashion, and I realize um, when looking in the media, a lot of the times you see what the trends are, and it's gotten better now, like four years later, it's Mm. a lot more inclusive, inclusive, inclusivity, I think so. (laughs) I can't say that word. Um, A lot more (laughs) inclusive and um, a lot more representation is in the media right now, but back then um, it wasn't as present, and Mm -hmm. so I noticed that you would see the trends, but you wouldn't see how to wear them on, at least I didn't, on someone that looked like me or that I could relate to with my age, my body type, my race, and so I really wanted to change that with Tailored for You, and so it's basically a brand that Um, shines light on different boutiques and designers in the community Mm. and also um, shines light on um, local people as well in those designs. So it started as mainly a fashion thing Mm -hmm. where I would showcase a different trend and a different designer every month on the show. And let's say the trend was the little black dress. I would show how to wear that dress in your 20s. I would show how to wear it in your 30s and 40s. Mm. And I would show how to wear it if you were 50 and up so that everybody can kind of see themselves and be represented. Yeah, it was going great. I loved (laughs) it. Um, But I kind of felt like something was missing. I would borrow the clothes every month. This segment would go great. Local fashion will be highlighted. But then I would give the clothes back and I was like, okay, well, mm, I'm wanting a little bit more. And so tailored for you kind of blossomed into a fashion show where it was an annual show that now shines light on a different nonprofit every year, because I just believe that like when you feel your best, you can give your best. Mm. And so that's why the fashion show has been so important because we're still keeping that same integrity by shining light on local designers and, and local people of all ages and body types. But now the focus is on the nonprofit every year and we're raising awareness and highlighting Um, all the good things that they're doing. So it's really kind of blossomed into something that I never really expected, but it's, it's really been rewarding.
0: Oh, that's amazing. What are some of the uh, nonprofits that you've been able to work with and and raise awareness and money
1: for? So the very first year we raised money for Dress for Success. Mm -hmm. Um, They really help women um, get back into the workforce if they've come across hard times and they, prepare them with a resume and a wardrobe and everything they need to kind of land that interview and then ultimately land the job. So that was the very first year that kind of directly related to fashion in the Mm. best way. So that just kind of worked out. Um, The second year was for Haven for Hope. They're basically this transformational campus in San Antonio that helps homeless um, men and women and children. And it's literally like a college campus for the homeless community is like (laughs) the best way to describe it. I really wish every city had it. Oh, um, yeah. But they're this this beautiful place that provides um, a fresh start and all the resources that the homeless community needs to kind of um, get back on their feet. Last year we did the show for San Antonio Threads. They provide completely new clothing for children in foster care. So most of the time, um, places will give hand me downs or used clothing, which is great. But when you're a teen, it's especially hard with like bullying and peer pressure and mm-hmm. fitting in, like wearing used clothing is not always like the best for your self-esteem and just yeah. like, you know, your development. And so um, San Antonio Threads provides completely new clothing um, to the teens in need. And and they've been around probably three years and they've already expanded to Austin, Texas and Houston, Texas as well. Wow! So they're really, really great. It and then this year it's for each one teach one that's an adult literacy center here in san antonio and so um they are basically helping adults reach their educational goals they provide one-on-one tutoring um they not only help with educational goals but life as well and the tutors really become family and all of the tutors are volunteers as well and so um There are people in the community that were either teachers or have a passion for education and and really help these uh, students either get their GED, their citizenship, learn how to read. I mean, all these things um, to really help them be the best that they can be. So we're really excited to be highlighting them this year and proud of all the people that we've highlighted before.
0: That's amazing. Do you get to, do you choose the nonprofits? Is it kind of like a group effort?
1: Uh, so it kind of depends. This year was more of a group effort, but in the past, I kind of just was going on different <laughs> tours. It's like love at first sight. Like when you know, you know, uh-huh. and for Haven for Hope, for example, I was like sobbing hysterically at the end of my tour and I was like, maybe this is the one that I should help. Yeah, maybe um, this is an indication. Yeah, this <laughs> might be, this might work. So it's, it's really great just because I don't know, you can just feel when a uh, organization not only needs the help but is also using that help and like really putting the funds and the resources to good use for whatever um work they're doing and so you can just feel it and so it's kind of just been um um a a, something that snuck up on me every time i'm like oh let me check this one out let me go get a tour here and see what they're doing and then i'm just floored so Uh, um when you know you know
0: oh yeah absolutely and that's that's such a great um transformation for the segment itself you know it's turned into something that it's not where it started but it still has all. so much of a the the basics the base of it where where it's representing as many people as possible with this one thing and that's so important that is so important
1: i just love the idea especially with the fashion show that people can come and see themselves on stage in some regard yes Um, because we even have an amazing designer her name's kay simpson she's with fashionability and she makes um clothes for people who are not always able to whether they have arthritis and they can't use their fingers to get dressed anymore Mm. and it's painful or they're in a wheelchair and they need velcro instead of buttons she'll kind of adapt the clothing Mm -hmm. um, to meet the needs of different people and so even in that sense if it's not the models it might be the designer or someone that you can relate to Mm -hmm. um, as someone attending the show that's really what's so important to me I don't want every model to look the same and every designer to be doing the same thing yeah. I want it to be tailored for you. So that's yeah. kind of the idea. <laughs> that's,
0: that's amazing. Where do you think that your passion for giving back to your community comes from?
1: I just think that when we're blessed, we have an obligation to just bless other people. I think I was feeling really empty not empty, but just not completely fulfilled when I was only doing this segment because there's so many people that are in need, whether it's in your own community or just in the world. And so I feel like there's always a way to combine your passions and giving back. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I was excited to figure out and discover with Tailored for You is that there was a way to entertain and celebrate fashion, but also raise awareness for people that needed it. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's an obligation for for people to always find ways to give, um, especially when when you've been blessed with so much.
0: Absolutely. Do you ever feel like there's so much to be done, and there's <laughs> only one you?
1: Literally every day. <laughs> <laughs> especially, it's hard when you're you know a dreamer and you have so many different ideas, mm-hmm. finding ways to incorporate them all and, and flesh them all out and everything. That's something that's so hard sometimes because yes. <laughs> they're only 24 hours. So <laughs> you got to cap it somewhere. But yes, I definitely do um, do struggle with that. But one thing that has helped me is writing things down and figuring out, okay, what's my priority for today? Yes, I have all of these big dreams and that's great. But what do I want to focus on tackling today? Mm -hmm. And it can be, you know, a three page long list. You have to be realistic with what you can tackle, but I completely relate. Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then it's also something where you have to look at all the things that you're wanting to do and then put them in categories where they can work together in your day. You know, like you, if, if you like, okay, for instance, I'm learning how to code, but I can't set five hours to code and then two hours to write an episode and then edit and then go back. It just.
1: That math doesn't add up.
0: No, you can't, (laughs) you can't flow in that day. It has to make sense. And it's okay to take one day to not think about one of these million things that you're working on
1: at that time. Exactly, balance is key for sure. If you, and it, it's so important to take self care days too. I think we get so caught up in, well, I'm not done with this, I'm not done with this, and we, and I, I won't speak for you, but sometimes I feel, I'm like we, right? Um, <laughs> I feel like guilty for taking. I don't feel guilty for taking a nap. I love a good nap, but I feel guilty for like taking a day to just mm-hmm. be, you know? Yeah. And I think we have to let go of that and just realize sometimes in order to accomplish those to-do things on your list, you have to recharge and regroup and and just take a minute.
0: Yeah, it's back to what you said earlier where in order to do your best, you have to feel your best. Mm-hmm. And if you've gone 14 days without a day off, exactly. You're- absolutely not feeling your best nope. and it's and it's really it's really easy to get roped into a 14 day schedule in the situation we're all in right now exactly. where we're all you know working at home and we feel like we have to be doing something all day every day
1: and like why didn't anyone tell me that working from home is like more work I just didn't know <laughs> I, I don't know if you knew <laughs> I did not know that was the case how did we get here (laughs) you know
0: it's you know I think I think so many parts of that have to do with having to learn all these other new things to do the job you were doing
1: before right without all these extra learning a whole job also I've been on zoom probably For half of my life at this point. Like (laughs) it's just
0: And you're on it again.
1: (laughs) It's so much. But yes, I think we all just need to give ourselves a little grace Mm -hmm. as we adjust and figure it out. But one day at a time is all we can do, really.
0: Yeah. Do you have a team behind you that helps you stay above water?
1: Yes, I have a team of three people plus our amazing interns. that's four uh, Tito San Diego, Lyric Smith, Samantha Scory, and our intern is Alex Bevan. And we meet every week to kind of get things together for the show and just make sure we're on the same page. Um, this year has been especially difficult because yeah. again, we're we're hitting up Zoom every week. <laughs> I mean, and the show's gonna be virtual just due to um, everything going on. and right. so Um, Again, a lot of adjusting, but um, yes, could not do it without, without the team at all. Mm. So let's
0: shift gears and talk about production. You're a producer, as you mentioned, at a daytime show. Uh, It is called Daytime with Kimberly and Esteban. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. All
0: right. It's in San Antonio, (laughs) Texas. What's it been like working there?
1: It has been amazing. I, actually started work at the station um, right after I graduated college. So I've been there for four years, like legit graduated on a Saturday, had my little Sunday, started work on Monday and I've been there. Let me tell you something. My parents loved it because we are right in the workforce. I was like, can I get a week (laughs) off? No. Okay. Y'all need me there. Okay. I'll be there Monday. Thank you. Like it was just so (laughs) quick. It's been a blur ever since, so yes, I have loved it. I've learned so much um, and it's just been, like I realized my love for television and production in college. Mm-hmm. I was a broadcast journalism major, a theater minor, so I found television um, in college. And so the job was like a blessing and a dream and I was so happy to you know get that job right after school. Um, I know sometimes people struggle with finding their first job and all that stuff. So it was amazing. Um, And it's been a lot of learning over the past four years, but especially during this time at home, because I mean, producing in studio is one thing, but now we're doing it all from home, doing it um, and still producing new content, but um, it's just a completely different format. So I've definitely learned a lot um and it's just been a new learning curve really
0: yeah so what does it look like producing a show like this from home are are they shooting from their respective homes is all crew absent is some crew there
1: so the essential team like news they're kind of cycling in the studio still so they'll have like one anchor there one anchor at home and some mm. of the crew but we're lifestyle, so it's food, drink, fashion, like nothing is, <laughs> not nothing's essential at the moment here for us. And so we are entirely home. So the hosts will shoot their stuff from their homes, um, and then we'll get videos from guests, whether it's, you know, how to make a mask, or how to cook this, or yeah. how to meal prep from oh. home, or drinks at home, all the fun at home stuff. Um, we'll get different videos sent in, and we'll kind of plug those into the show. But there's new content every day, and we are shooting probably about two days ahead. So I literally don't know what day of the week it is <laughs> at all anymore. <laughs> it's, you know, Monday, but we're shooting for Wednesday, Wednesday's show, but we got a video for Friday's show. It's just like oh. craziness. But um, it's, it's really amazing how we've adjusted and, and still have a show to put out every day, which is um, amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that I I feel like once you're able to be back in studio, it's going to feel so easy that or it's going to be another relearning the (laughs) channel.
1: I was literally thinking the other day, I was like, I don't remember what buttons to push. (laughs) Like, I can't even visualize the booth anymore. I don't know what (laughs) is in there. So (laughs) <laughs> yeah we're gonna for sure be learning it all over again but I'm sure it'll come back to me we hope <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes
0: yeah, yeah. keep <laughs> me posted on I that will. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any aspirations of producing film or or other television shows
1: I not really with film um I would be willing to explore it but I, I mean I really love television um yeah. And I really love, you know, informing the community and and having that reality attached to it. I don't know if I'd I'd want to jump to film. I'd be interested, um, like I said, in exploring. But I think I've just really enjoy television and mm-hmm. enjoy um, the live component of of that so so
0: you like the you you like I, not reality because that like reality tv is what popped in my head not oh, that yeah. type no. of like reality but you you like the the news cycles the the um talk show type of production
1: I do it's more I do.
0: human I guess human so, was
1: probably the better word choice
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally wasn't trying to correct you <laughs> no
1: no because no, I thought when I said reality I was like She's probably gonna think reality <laughs> TV. That's I was a like, bachelor, is she talking you know? like Flavor <laughs> of
0: Love or something? Like,
1: oh my gosh, yeah, not quite, not quite. <laughs> like what a what a oldie.
0: I you know, for whatever reason, I didn't even watch that show, but it was, was a little bit of a mess. But that was slightly. The- first reality show that just popped into my mind and I have
1: that or no Teen fine you know it's all, what are we <laughs> so many options <laughs> there's
0: <are> so many <laughs> so have you ever looked into other aspects of you know the back side of the camera uh writing directing any anything like that
1: I really think it would be interesting. I love to write. Um, One of the things on my to-do list is to do a little more of that. I journal, but, you know, kind of different, but um, yes, I actually really, really would love to write or direct, whether it's something short or um, another television show. I think all of that would be really fun just because you have such creative freedom and um, such kind of liberty in what you're, you're wanting to do with that project. So I really think that that would be fun and interesting.
0: You know, it w- it could be something where, I mean, it would be a lot of hats to wear, but I was going to say you could produce, <laughs> write, and direct your own thing. Wonderful and with, with theater background, you could star in it too.
1: Listen, just <laughs> give, me, give me a week and I can get that together for you. <laughs>
0: uh, well, in a male doll, excuse me, words are hard sometimes. Words are so hard. In a male-dominated field, have you ever experienced people not taking you seriously? I mean, you're, you're especially maybe like fresh out of college, did you have any issues with feeling legitimate?
1: Yes. And that's what I was going to add to the male-dominated field, yes, but also being young. There are just so many people that look at you and they're like,
0: hmm, you can't be in
1: charge. Right. You don't know what you're doing. And so, yes, I think for me though, um, it really all starts with just being confident and being sure of yourself. And so, mm-hmm. yes, some people might make, you know, petty or, or rude remarks, whether they're intentional or not. But I think if you realize yes, I'm qualified, yes, I deserve to be here, yes, I have something to offer, then at the end of the day, I mean you'll be fine and you can um push through that and and just get the job done and i think that's the most important thing is mm-hmm. i always remember i just you know i have a show to do whether it's a television show or the fashion show and i think that's always my goal is to get it done mm-hmm. and so you can't let those cuz there's even when you're you know qualified but in the business and in the industry for a hundred years, there's always going to be someone that's going to be like, well, are you, like, are you sure you deserve to be, like, you can't yeah, let those yeah. people get to you. Can I so. talk
0: to someone in charge?
1: <laughs> it's me. <laughs> like, no, it, you've got to brush it off and keep it moving. So yeah, I, yes, but I don't let it get to me.
0: Good. Good. That's important. And I think that also helps. I mean, I hate that that's something that you have to do to just be like, Shh. <laughs> you know but I I feel like that's to establish that sort of relationship from the start is so important otherwise I mean I think that applies to everyone in general also you know Mm -hmm. just like if you don't take yourself seriously right no one's gonna take you seriously not at all so women of color are wildly underrepresented in production why do you think that is
1: It's difficult. It's really an industry that, I mean, you hear this all the time. It's not about what you know, it's who you know. And I just feel like to begin with, there aren't enough women of color already at the table. Mm. And so for the opportunity to be there, sometimes you either have to see it to believe that you can achieve that, or you have to be there to give someone else the opportunity. And I feel like there's not enough of either. Mm. And so- That's one of the reasons, but I truly like tip my hat off to Jada Pinkett Smith for Mm -hmm. creating her own, literally creating her own table. If you don't have to do the table, make your own table and hello, red table talk. Like that was the most genius Mm -hmm. idea. Um, And I think, yes, there aren't a lot of people um, represented, but this is such an amazing time to like create your own plot. Like this is the best time in the world to create your own platform, whether it's YouTube or a podcast like you've done mm-hmm. or whatever you want to do, just create that opportunity and, and start with where you're at. Yeah. And I think um, that's one way that that can change mm-hmm. is just by stop waiting for the opportunity to, and create your own.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I I, I feel like that's true. in in so many different circumstances where if you don't see, I mean, now I, I'm, I should probably rephrase this because <laughs> it was about to sound really different than what I was intending mm-hmm. to say. So I, I, I don't mean to say that I putting the responsibility on people wanting to participate, mm-hmm. but on that same token if you if you want to see this particular thing happen and it's no one else is doing it and it's not happening then it's on you to make that happen
1: for yourself that makes
0: sense yes
1: that makes perfect sense you know and i just think Yes. Sometimes it's difficult because you apply and you apply and you apply and no Mm -hmm. one's giving you an interview or an opportunity, but this is, like I said, such an ideal time. We have so many tools, so many different platforms that you can have ownership of your content on, Mm -hmm. whether it's a creative thing or a different field. I feel like there's so many ways, um, to get yourself out there and to, like I said, just create your own table, your own, um, whatever it is that you want to create and be a part of. And so I think that's something that's really mm-hmm. important to remember until we see the numbers and and the representation that we want.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, we're able to do that ourselves.
0: Absolutely. And I think also specifically this time during the pandemic is such an interesting time and I'm not <laughs> I'm not um making light yeah of what's happening, but it's so interesting because a lot of television shows a lot of um you know different are filming from home with their laptops with their are like really famous musical artists you see them just in their basement filming with exactly. not a great camera and so well, not that great <laughs> you know and then it puts it makes you feel like oh What am I waiting
1: on? Yeah,
0: I can totally just put this out right now. And like, no one's going to judge me (laughs) based on video quality or based on sound quality, because these people that you would generally be compared to aren't putting out content that is with that like 4K gorgeous camera.
1: (laughs) Right. And I just think there's so many times, even myself, I'm always like, well, I'll start when I have this, or when I feel this way, or when, you know, this is happening, whatever the circumstances, I'll start when that's happening. But if, if you keep putting it off till tomorrow, you'll never do it. Right. And so I think it's so important to just start with where you're at. If it's bad in the beginning, it'll get better. And, and that's the beauty of it. Absolutely. Beauty of the journey.
0: Absolutely. Is there a woman or women in any field that keep you inspired, whether it be professional or personal people in your life?
1: I love me some Oprah. I really do. I just, I mean, and like not only, okay, yes, her career is like beautiful and love her show and all that stuff, but even what she's done during This time too, like pairing up with Weight Watchers and doing these like self-help Saturdays, these Zoom sessions. They have literally been on Zoom Um, and still using her platform to help people become their best selves. I just have always loved how um, she really just wants people to elevate from wherever they are to Mm -hmm. their best self. And I just love that about her. And I think that's so important. Um, Also my mom, I just Mm -hmm. love her. I love her, and she keeps me grounded and inspired. And um, yeah, I just, I really think it's so important to always be bettering yourself, and always surrounding yourselves with p- yourself with people who not only want to make you be better, but just that inspire you to keep going to the next level. Mm-hmm. I think you always should be inspired by people who are smarter than you, more creative than you, mm-hmm. talent, more talented than you, just so you can always want to keep going higher.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of looking at it in a, I'll never be that good.
1: It's, it's inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, so you have, you have a group of people that encourages you, but also keeps you in check. Oh, no, you know, I did. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You froze a little too, but I caught, I caught it. <laughs> I yes I do um have a group of people that you know inspires me keeps me in check um and that's so important you don't want yes people around you you definitely want people that will say you know what that you know wasn't so great (laughs) (laughs) this could be better this could be x y and z it's so important to um have that that group around you that's going to be honest
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely you know it's that is such an important thing. I'm just laughing because I literally had someone earlier today that that was like, maybe 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 try a different song because <laughs> that one doesn't sound
1: good. And I was like no. You'd Okay, sure. You're slightly offended, then a day later you're like, thank you. If yeah, you honest. Like, I'm like, yeah, 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 uh-huh. you're right. I That's not
0: a good one for me.
1: <laughs> it's always good. Harsh <laughs> criticism is always good if it's honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, before we get to our last two questions, is there anything else that you would like to add where we can keep up with everything that you're doing? more thoughts on anything that we didn't touch on, a joke, perhaps.
1: Oh, a joke. I have to think about that one. Um, <laughs> while I think, I probably don't have a joke. Do you have a, I did, should I ask, can I ask you a question? Do you Yeah, have a
0: I, I, ha- <laughs> I, I always have a joke ready.
1: I'm oh, ready okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so okay. excited.
0: What is Beethoven's favorite fruit?
1: Oh. um beethoven beethoven a musical fruit Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna go with um an apple
0: (laughs) bananas dang it
1: i almost said bananas but not for (laughs) that great reason that was a good one I can't follow that.
0: I always have that joke in my back pocket.
1: <laughs> that is, I, as you should, as you should. <laughs> that was great. Your delivery was great too. Um, um, thank you. I don't have a joke, but if, <laughs> you, you've you done enough. Um, if people want to keep up, uh, the tailored for you Instagram is at tailored.for.u. My Instagram is Taylor B. Mobley TV and... I think that pretty much covers it as far as keeping up. Um, I'm on social media all the time. (laughs) Also (laughs) posting for the show that I work for as well. So very social media equipped, but um, yeah, I think that's probably the best thing to keep up with me on. And I don't think we missed anything. I really enjoyed the conversation. I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to add. I think, I think we're good.
0: All right. (laughs) Well, I ask the same last two questions to everyone that comes through the podcast. First, what is your second favorite color?
1: Okay, I'm going to answer, but I'm wondering why not the first.
0: Because no one asks what your second favorite color is. That is
1: so true. I like that. Okay, (laughs) my second favorite color is probably black.
0: Why black?
1: I, so black is the color, first of all. I
0: um, love, I love black. That's <laughs> yeah, my first favorite color. <laughs>
1: yeah. My first is teal, but you didn't ask that. So I kind of, um, I like it because it goes, it just goes with everything. It's easy. Um, if you get something on it, people can't really see. Um, and I just have a lot of black in my wardrobe.
0: Yeah. And I don't can,
1: really believe that it's slimming. I mean, it may or may not be, but I just enjoy it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can accessorize it with
1: With all the things. Exactly. You You're can put
0: like page. a bunch of different colored jewelry on and, and it call all it matches. Day. It works.
1: <laughs> it works entirely. You're with me.
0: And lastly, <laughs> what in your opinion is the best part of being a woman?
1: So many things. Um, I just think like God literally gave women the ability to create life. And that is so powerful Mm -hmm. and not only life, but ideas and opportunities and just the ability to multitask like nobody's business. I just think um, when you remember all of those things, there's just so much power in being a woman. And that's just one of the things that keeps me moving forward and and just keeps me positive and 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 just energized I think there's just so much power in our being and Mm -hmm. I just love it
0: oh I love that I love that that's a great answer Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your experiences with us, Taylor. I am so excited to see everything that that you come up with in the future. I know you've got such a bright future ahead of you. You've got so many ideas and you're already working on them, which is amazing.
1: Thank you. This was honestly so refreshing and so nice because first of all, not talking to a lot of people besides my family. At the moment. <laughs> so it's good to, to meet new people and, and to have these amazing conversations. It's always good to reflect on, on the journey. So thank you for creating this space and inviting me to be a part of it. And I, I can't wait to see where this podcast goes as well for you in the future, oh, it'll be all good. I can feel it.
0: Listeners can't <laughs> see it, but I'm flipping my braid. <laughs> Speaking of listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to help the show grow so that more and more people can be inspired by the amazing women that we get to talk to every week. Check out our website at www.ofherstory.com. You can follow us. Ooh. You can follow us. Apparently I'm Sean Connery now. You can follow us on social media um, at Twitter, at The Her Story Pod, Instagram, at Women of Her Story Podcast. Or you can send us an email to womenofherstorypodcast at gmail.com. Until next week, be safe, stay healthy, and show the world what you're made of.
1: This is a New York Glitch production. You are the (laughs) worst.